Hello world. My name's Tianyuan Zhao. This is Matt Klein. Melinda LB Lewis here. My name's Muhammad Bilal. Greetings. I'm Vladimir Spelivanudis. This is Brian Wallace. Hi, this is Gajesh Naik. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Right, so long story short, I, me, hi, Natasha Nell, Managing Editor at Hackernoon.com, sent our award-nominated makers, thinkers, builders, founders, a few questions. The first of which was, what's going to be big in tech in the year 2021? Better mental health options. Optimizing and sustaining our health. Mental health tech. Better medicines. Great innovations in med tech. 5G. More leveraging of data with machine learning. Machine learning. Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. Online data. Community. Self-awareness. Ethics. Technopolitics. Digital transformation. Blockchain. Magic must defeat magic. Uh, I'm sorry. All right, let's back up a minute. I asked Hackanoon's top contributors. What are the, your top three predictions in tech in 2021? And what gets you most excited about the future of technology? A number of interconnected themes kind of floated to the foreground. Everybody get excited. Tech-wise, we've got a lot to look forward to. Technology must solve the problems of technology. People will realize that software alone is not eating the world. Tech will make non-tech more important. Companies have left the idea of hiring people with degrees. Here to further unpack our pandemic-induced opportunities for recession startups and self-education are top Hackanoon contributors Matt Klein, Melinda Elby lewis Ryan Dawson, Mohamed Bilal, Brian Wallace, and Tian Zhao. Forget AR, VR, crypto, decentralization, 5G, CRISPR, etc. My third big bet for 2021 is mental health tech. Hi there, this is Matt Klein, Director of Cultural Strategy at Sparks & Honey. I'm currently nominated for Contributor of the Year for Business Strategy, Social Media, and COVID-19. According to CNBC, first-time downloads of the top 20 mental health apps in the U.S. hit 4 million in April. That's up 29% from 3.1 million in January. I hope Matt could tell me if Hackanoon should be considering a new meditation or therapy app product vertical called, I don't know, Hack Calm or Head Noon. Headspace and Calm are just the tip of the iceberg as one in five American adults suffer from mental illness. That's 43.8 million people every single year. Further, 33% of American adults are more anxious in 2018 than they were in 2017, and that's pre-COVID-19 numbers. Since, anxiety and depression has only shot up drastically due to social isolation, questionable health, mortality, the great unknown, and mass unemployment. Most shockingly, 11% of Americans have considered suicide in June 2020. 11%. And lastly, one in four U.S. adults with a mental illness report that they were unable to receive the treatment that they needed. While mental illness is still stigmatized, unfortunately, there's a delta between those in need and available care. And there's one way that people can seek the treatment that they require, and that's online, virtually, anonymously, and via the convenience of a device in their pocket, i.e. their smartphone. Cognitive behavioral therapy apps, personalized mindfulness notifications, and real-time speech and motion recognition are all in development and being rolled out, helping millions diagnose their problems and conditions and treat themselves accordingly. Mental wellness is coming at scale thanks to pocket technology. So what can we expect to see in the startup space as a result of this boom in the prioritization of mental health? It's quite obvious that we need new solutions, and already people are working on them. Melinda L.B. Lewis here, up for Contributor of the Year, Women in Tech, and 
Indie Tech Journalist of the Year, we are going to see increased levels of community outside social media. We're going to see more interactions because we've felt so isolated during the pandemic and already startups are sprouting up dedicated to building different types of community. It's going to be awesome. We don't have to be lonely anymore. We're also going to see more humanity by employers, by tech companies, by people that we trust that we work for. We're going to see an increased amount of people caring for people that started during the pandemic, and I'm a firm believer that it'll continue. I'm personally really excited about the potential of tech to do good. This is Ryan Dawson now, engineer, Hackanoon top contributor, Noonies nominee. In recent years, we've seen a lot more of ethics affecting commerce. Think about the backlash against plastic waste, or disposable cups, or people choosing more sustainable diets, or the walkouts we've seen at some of the tech companies. That's exciting, as new business models are starting to emerge. I'll give a couple of quick examples. Ecosia is a search engine that takes the money that it makes from pay-per-click advertising, and it spends it on planting trees. So like Google, but Ecosia's purpose is to make a dent on global warming, and they show how many trees they've planted right there on their search page. It's over 100 million. Emitwise is a company with a mission to make the carbon footprints of companies more visible. The idea is that many companies really want to reduce their carbon footprints, but don't have the visibility of all of their impacts, at least not without doing a lot of work. So Emitwise is all about using tech to measure the impacts of all of the logistical operations and supply chains that companies haven't been able to track so well so far. I find the growth of projects like these exciting, as we could start to see tech have more of a positive influence on the world. And I mean a directed and intentional positive influence. That would be something that the whole tech community could be proud of. Technology is going to pretty much evolve around keeping people healthy. My name is Muhammad Bilal, founder and CEO of Breathe.io. At Noonies, I'm nominated for five categories. Something that everybody has experienced post, I mean, it's not post-COVID yet, but I think education is going to be based upon self-awareness and people are realizing and uh, seeing behind all the gimmicks we've been going through for the past uh, 30 years. I find that uh, people are becoming learned enough to become self-educated. I think uh, the education technology is drastically going to evolve because the traditional education system has almost collapsed. So as it has collapsed, people are going to be more smart in getting themselves educated. Tech has opened doors and leveled the playing field for many, but emotional intelligence, empathy, ethics, and meaning to our work will become more important than ever. This is Brian Wallace, founder of NowSourcing, nominated for two Noonies, Founder of the Year and Hacker Noon Contributor of the Year Gaming. Tech will make non-tech more important. I predict that sooner than later, we may have a newcomer to the C-suite in business, the chief soft skills officer. Startup growth is likely to emerge in new regions, particularly in health, education, and artificial intelligence. I'm most excited about the future of the internet, more specifically the third iteration of the web. My name's Tianyuan Zhao, and I'm a junior product designer at a Canadian fintech startup called Flinks who's recently been nominated for the 2020 Nuni Award in the product design category. Over the last decade and a half, we've seen the good, bad, and ugly sides of the Web 2.0 world. It started with big tech being seen as the heroes of society, bringing us a more data-driven world. 
to Big Tech being now seen more of as the villains. For those who remember the show Jackie Chan Adventures from back in the 90s, they may remember Uncle Chan's famous saying, Magic must defeat magic! Uh, and I'm sorry if that was a bad inter uh, impersonation, but uh, I try my best. <laughs> anyway, therefore I posit to you that technology must solve the problems of technology. Doesn't really roll off the tongue, I know, but I strongly believe that Web 3.0 is the answer to Web 2.0's myriad of problems, and that's what excites me the most, despite the dystopian viewpoints media has painted over the last decade and a half of the world we live in, specifically of the technological world, or the internet. <laughs> Thank you, Matt Klein, Melinda Albi Lewis, Ryan Dawson, Mohammed Bilal, Brian Wallace, and Tian Zhao for those insights. On the subject of Web 3.0 and things improved or not improved by AI, the year 2021 will certainly be free of COVID-19 pandemic. The trend will continue in terms of applying artificial intelligence related to COVID-19 predictions. Machine learning is getting commoditized. Right now, to do machine learning, you don't need any advanced degree. People who are not keen on being monitored will basically start to lose social privileges. Here now to give us their top tech predictions for 2021 are four more of Hakanoon's biggest names and Nooney's nominees. First up, Gajesh Naik and Sharmista Chatterjee on their visions for the eradication of COVID-19. The world would see better medicines and rise for early detection tests which would be efficient against many other diseases. Hi, this is Gajesh Naik. I have been nominated for Top Tech YouTubers, Podcast Episode of the Year and more awards in software development. There would be advent of better algorithms to predict the vulnerability of the health of any individual based on early warning detected in early childhood. The increasing need for artificial intelligence would be felt to develop demand-efficient data science programs. The year 2021 would provide guidance of further growth in the size and speed of microprocessor should it breach the subatomic limits. The increasing use of information technology in the research and development of life-saving drugs, agriculture, organic agriculture, efficient water conservation and delivery of potable water and pollution control would be in demand for the suitable development of mankind. The foremost predictions of 2021 is going to be COVID-19 using artificial intelligence. We have seen that when a, such a vast a pandemic which has hit almost all countries of the world has struck, how does researchers have predicted and come up with different models in order to predict the number of active cases or when the curve uh, will flatten or when it will go at the peak. So I think the trend will continue in terms of have impl uh, applying artificial intelligence related to COVID-19 predictions, but the use cases might differ because uh, as we see that we, all uh, countries have come up together to find a new vaccine. So that development and implementation of the vaccine, how effective it is, how it is benefiting different communities, such kind of research and predictions will be much more useful in 2021. Thank you, Gajesh Naik and Sharmisa Chatterjee. 
To delve into more detail around an important subset of AI, its practical application and its potential future consequences are Alexei Grigorev and Vladimiros Pelivanides. Alexei is up first. I'm personally quite excited about the widespread adoption of machine learning. Machine learning is getting commoditized. Right now, to do machine learning, you don't need any advanced degree. You can start uh, doing useful things with machine learning with just coding. Um, with cloud providers, you can throw in some data and get back a reasonably good model. It will be even more accessible. It will require even less coding skills. Um, right now, there is um, a, a popular uh, thing called no-code. So basically, with these no-code tools, without any coding, you can create a great websites. Websites that can do pretty much everything. You can clone Twitter, you can clone Facebook, pretty much every site without writing a line of code. And I hope to see soon something similar to that, something similar to this no-code movement, when you can use machine learning without writing a single code, a single line of code. Digital twins will be able to bear our logical capabilities as unpredictable organic processors, yet they won't be subject to what we refer to as time. Greetings, I'm Vladimir Spelivanidis. I'm the head of corporate affairs at One Ether Digital and I'm nominated for Contributor of the Year in politics as well as blockchain. I'm excited about uh, moving faster towards the end that was already pre-designed. May you call the designer God, nature or cosmos? Fact is, it wasn't me and it wasn't you. It would be easier if I had to predict 100 things instead of just three. Uh, still, I'd go with uh, 5G finally becoming a commercial necessity. Um, the term technopolitics will be among Google's top searches for 2021. And last, people who are not keen on being monitored will basically start to lose social privileges. And that's all we've got time for today. Thank you, Alexei Grigorev and Vladimiros Pelivanides, especially for the great segue to stay tuned for next week's episode, Real Life Black Mirror, Hackanoon's smartest and darkest minds talk scary tech trends for 2021. Thank you for listening. I'm Natasha Nell. This has been the Hackanoon podcast, a production of Hackanoon.com. See you on the internet.